listeners, it's Jenny. I want to tell you about a new podcast you should be listening to. Conversations with People Who Hate Me from the TED Audio Collective. What happens when people who've clashed in the past have a conversation? Host Dylan Marin is an expert in tough conversations. He's called up his own haters and online trolls to find the humanity on the other side of the screen. On this new season, Dylan explores how we can find common ground through conversations between people who think they see the world differently. On this season, hear from a survivor of conversion therapy and the man who ran the so-called gay clinic, a mother and her trans son, a person turned meme and online troll, and more. Part therapy, part confessional, it's a podcast about talking it out to understand each other. Find Conversations with People Who Hate Me wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Grace Lynch, creator and host of another WMN show, As She Rises. For the next two weeks, the team behind As She Rises is taking over as your guest host for Womanica. As She Rises is a show that personalizes the climate crisis. This month, for our second season, we're highlighting stories of climate progress that can help give us the hope we need to keep going. The show features poets and activists, much like your eco-warrior of the day. Today, we're talking about a woman whose research shaped our understandings of the negative effects of air pollution. Her work laid the groundwork for clean air regulations in America that are still in place today. Let's talk about Mary Amder. Mary was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on February 18, 1921. She graduated with a bachelor's degree in chemistry from the University of Pittsburgh in 1943 and received a PhD in biochemistry from Cornell only three years later. After graduation, she worked at the Massachusetts Eye and Ear Infirmary before she took a job at the Harvard School of Public Health to study emissions in 1949. The year prior, a thick yellow fog descended onto Denora and Webster, two small towns near Pittsburgh. The towns were right next to steel and zinc plants that had been pumping emissions into the air. A change in atmospheric temperature trapped the pollutants near the ground. People living in Denora reported difficult breathing, head and chest pains, and nausea. In some cases, people's skin turned blue from lack of oxygen. The fog was so thick that it was impossible to drive. Ambulances had to be led down streets by people on foot. Finally, five days later, it rained and the smog cleared. But by then, 20 people had died. At the time, little was known about how the pollutants emitted from steel and zinc plants impacted the human body. Mary was determined to find out. As part of her research, Mary bought guinea pigs with her own money and placed them in humid chambers. Then, she sprayed the guinea pigs with a mist of sulfuric acid and sulfur dioxide and cataloged the dramatic negative effects the animals had from inhaling the toxins. Her research pointed to the fact that pollutants emitted by large factories caused real harm to humans. But the lab in which she was conducting the research was partially funded by the American Smelting and Refining Company, whose plants emitted sulfur dioxide. When they learned about her research exposing the negative effects of inhaling sulfur dioxide, they pressured her to withdraw her research from publication. When she refused, 
her boss terminated her project. But Mary was undeterred. She started a new job at Harvard's physiology department and eventually published her findings. She also developed a model to study how mammals reacted to inhaling sulfur dioxide and other particles. This model served as the foundation for the next 40 years of her work. Mary worked at Harvard for nearly 30 of those years, continuing her research on the adverse effects of air pollutants. In all her time there, she was never given tenure. In 1977, she moved to MIT's Energy Laboratory, where she studied the effects of inhaling pollutants produced from burning fossil fuels. She worked at MIT for 12 years, and once again, never received tenure. In 1989, Mary left MIT to join NYU's Institute of Environmental Medicine. Over the course of her career, Mary received numerous awards for her research accomplishments. In 1997, she was the first woman to receive the Merit Award from the Society of Toxicology. Her groundbreaking research was key in the passage of the Clean Air Act of 1966 and the Air Quality Act of 1967. But beyond her academic prowess, She was also a beloved member of her community. Peers and students remember her for her compassion, honesty, her Easter hot cross buns, and Halloween ginger cookies. Mary died on February 16, 1998. She was 76 years old. For more information and pictures of some of the work we're talking about, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Check out the second season of As She Rises wherever you're listening right now. And special thanks to Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting me to guest host this episode. Talk to you tomorrow.